Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Sip With Me. I'm your host, Ioana Kekados. And I'm your host, Aaron Carlson. We're releasing an episode for you every Monday at 10.30 a.m. Central Time, which means you can listen to us during your commute, after work workout, or even enjoy a drink with us during your very own Monday night happy hour. And who doesn't like to have a little fun on a Monday night? Don't forget to subscribe, review, and share our show. And be sure to follow us at sipwithme underscore for the latest episode updates, news, and all of our favorite cocktail concoctions. Hey guys, and welcome to the 10th episode of season four. For this week's cocktail, we are so excited to be featuring Chris, also known as Home Cocktail Enthusiast on Instagram. He shared with us his favorite cocktail creation, the Welsh cake. Take it away, Chris. Hello, this is Chris, also known as the Home Cocktail Enthusiast. My love for making cocktails started in March last year in the first UK lockdown. Although I'd always enjoyed a few cocktails, I'd never really mixed any up myself, so I thought I'd give it a go. I sent out a few videos to my friends and the feedback was okay and not needing too much encouragement, I just went for it and made my own page. One of my favorite drinks I've made so far on my page is the Welsh cake. I only made this recently on March the 1st and I made it to celebrate our patron saint over here in Wales, St. David. First of all, you're gonna need to make a Welsh cake syrup. Half and half water and sugar, a handful of currants and a spoonful of allspice. Bring it to the boil, simmer and let it cool. You're then gonna need to gather up your ingredients. This is gonna be 70 ml of Penderyn Portwood single malt Welsh whiskey, 25 ml of Welsh cake syrup, two dashes of Angostura bitters and orange peel. If you know your cocktails, you're gonna know this is probably a riff on an old fashioned. First of all, you're gonna muddle the peel, syrup and bitters in the mixing jug. Add the, add the whiskey and some ice cubes and stir. Strain into a rocks glass over ice, rub the rim of the glass with the orange peel and garnish. This is my favorite bit with a mini Welsh cake. If you love amateur easy to make cocktails, head over to the home underscore cocktail underscore enthusiast on Instagram. Have a lovely week and enjoy your show. Over to you guys. Cheers. Yaki da. So grab your Welsh cake and let's cross the pond to unwrap a treat with our favorite sibling duo, This With Them. Guys, welcome back to the episode. We are so excited to have Kate and Alex, also known as This With Them, uh, the brother and sister duo, duo exploring the world one snack at a time. They combine a variety of lifestyle themes powered by their love for food, from tasting international candies sent in by their fans to even some competitive content. They also have their very own British subscription box called the British Candy Box. Kate and Alex, thanks so much for coming on. We are so excited to have you. Thanks for having us. We're so excited. This is actually our first podcast to be a part oh, wow. of. So, no way. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yay. I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for having us. All right. Can you first and foremost just start off by telling our audience, you know, who you are and kind of how you got started, uh, you know, in the arena that you're in? So uh, we are Kate and Alex. We are brother and sister, although a lot of people seem to think we are a couple when they come to our YouTube yeah. channel. <laughs> uh, so that's always a bit awkward Same. at first. Um, but um, really, we got started because uh, it was Alex's idea to begin with about eight, nine years ago now, yeah. which is crazy to say that so long ago. Um, 
we had both not long graduated and we had a bit more time on our hands and we both loved YouTube. We both loved food. So it was Alex's idea to say, well, why don't we just create our own YouTube channel? Yeah. And I kind of been getting a bit more into like filming things and, mm. you know, creating stuff. I think that's what it was. We both wanted like a creative outlet rather than waiting to get a job, you know, cause we were actually both in like the performing arts. So the stuff we were doing was like, auditioning so we're like waiting for you know for people to call us and things like that and we kind of wanted to do something that was for us that we could create and we kind of had control over nice and then so talk a little bit about like your timeline and like when you first started creating videos and then kind of how that started to roll out and how that kind of aligned with you know you kind of broadening into other ventures alongside your channel sure yeah um so when we originally started um we thought it'd be cool to create a youtube channel that was something we both enjoyed watching was youtube and we love seeing people create content and so it was kind of a matter of like what could we do that we thought we could do you know for a very long time that we both enjoyed and kate was massively into baking it was kind of around the time like making cupcakes oh, and that kind of thing was, was a massive, massive craze. Yeah. So we were like, well, that's perfect. Well, let's, let's do that. And I think we pretty much one week we came up with the idea the next week we were like, well, let's film it. And then the following week we put up the first video and we were like, Oh, there were a couple people watching yeah. that. Maybe we should film video too. <laughs> yeah. So we were like, well, let's do it again next week. So we put up another video the next week and then we kind of never stopped really. It was, so for a year we started the channel yeah. and we didn't actually tell any friends or family because we wanted you know people to take us seriously i think it's hard for a lot of people starting out on youtube fresh you know so many people think oh if you don't get many views you're not any good or whatever yeah. they don't take you seriously so we wanted to make sure let's get a nice decent amount of followers and then we started telling people so for the first year it was just me and you yeah. in our house doing some baking each week and then it kind of grew from there you know um a company contacted us about being a management for us. Um, and then we started actually creating videos for the company on yeah. different platforms, which was really exciting yeah. because we never thought it would actually go to anything mm. like that. Yeah. And then, you know, as a lot of people do, when you kind of are stuck doing the same sort of thing every week, we thought, right, what else can we do? What fits on our channel? That's the same as food, but a bit different. So yeah. then that's when we started uh, trying uh, candy from different countries. And then from then we've not stopped. No. <laughs> People have just been sending us amazing boxes. So um, we carried on filming them and everyone has been enjoying and wanting more. So we just kind of carried on and built our channel from there really. And yeah. now, you know, on to travel a bit more. And we're just amazed by people's generosity because we bought the first box and um, did that video and that was, that was really popular. And, um, and from there, it was almost immediately that people wanted to start sending us boxes, yeah. which is amazing because the time and effort that people put into putting them together for us and also the amount of money it costs, yeah. you know, international shipping isn't always cheap. Oh, postage is so ridiculous. And so we just, we appreciate everyone who watches our videos so much and especially the people who take the time and effort to, you know, send us stuff because without that, we wouldn't have a channel. No. <laughs> It's amazing uh, to me, the community that you guys have really built on YouTube. 
to be honest, the way I, I found your content was actually through you guys reviewing different types of candies from different countries. And I loved seeing, you know, how every country had different snacks and candies, things that I wouldn't be able to try here in the US. Um, I'm really interested because I think it's so interesting how you guys come up with ideas for your show. And if you guys could kind of talk more about your creative process and what that looks like. Yeah, yeah so um, in terms of um, our videos, for the candy boxes, they kind of run the show a bit because yeah. it's that's kind of to do with, oh, we're getting a box from America, we're getting a box from Japan. So yeah. that kind of determines what videos we're doing. Yeah. But in terms of WTF. Yeah. Well, on the, on the candy box side of things, we kind of, there was a point where we just had our address open and it got a bit out of control. So we had <laughs> to too close many that boxes. down. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And the last thing we want is waste and, yeah. um, you know, excess. And we can only really do one a week because otherwise it gets a bit much on the stomachs. And <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, it's kind of like we've started to decide and try plan more which boxes and which countries we get them from. But those videos are quite reactive. So we like to go in and it be our first time seeing as much of it as possible, first time trying those things. So those videos are quite reactive, but say for example, our WTF videos, that's why we started that series. That's the series where me and Kate compete against each other. And that's kind of um, spearheaded by Matt, who works with us. He does editing and he also comes up with some of these great ideas for WTF. And um, that's why we did those, because we wanted to do something that was a bit more kind of like not us personally, but sometimes Matt and we come up yeah. with ideas together about how we compete and who, how we can prove who's the better sibling. I think we also wanted to do that so our lovely followers could get to know a bit more yeah. about us, yeah. um, which is really nice. And at the start of each series, it's always like, oh, you're going to be team Kate, team Alex. So it's always nice to have that bit of rivalry. And, you know, we are competitive, aren't we? Yeah. So it's really cool that we've been able to make a series about it. Yeah, definitely. I was going to ask, what's it like to work so close together as siblings? And then do you guys find you have any common conflicts or any strengths your relationship brings to what you guys are doing? Well, we often say we are so lucky and pleased that we get along together yeah. and that we can work with each other. Um, and don't, don't get me wrong. We have our little <laughs> arguments yeah. here and there. Who doesn't? But in some ways, having that close relationship means we can just get straight to the point a bit. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm so pleased that we can work together. So many um, comments saying, you know, it's amazing how close you can be because I know not everyone's yeah. as lucky to be as close to their family. So I'm actually really pleased yeah, that we work definitely. together. And it's funny because I think although we're a pretty close family overall, I think when we were younger, we weren't necessarily that close because I'm the oldest yeah. and Kate's the youngest and there's a four year age gap. So I think we weren't necessarily that close when we were no, younger, yeah. but as we grew up, we had a lot more shared interests. And then of course we have the shared interest of food, which is why we do what yeah. we do now. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely think we became much closer and then working together has kind of only got better. And I think because it's a common interest, it just works. Whereas if we both had to work on something we really didn't like, I think that wouldn't work yeah. and it probably would have ended ages ago. <laughs> Do you guys have a favorite video you filmed? And I would love to know, do you guys have a favorite food or like a, a favorite place that you've tried food from um, that you guys love? 
Or do you want to go first? So one of my favourite videos that we filmed is actually from the WTF series. Okay. Um, I just think because we have so much fun. Yeah. So there was a challenge called the No Thumbs Challenge, which is where you get gaffer taped uh, round your hands so you don't have your thumb. And I don't know why. We were just on an absolute yeah. high, weren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Laughing so much. So to this day, that is still my favourite um, you know, video to film. Obviously, I love eating all of the snacks. Yeah, but, um, yeah. that was just so fun. I loved it. Yeah, because so- some days, oh sorry, because some days in this job, you know, it is it can be serious and there's proper work to be done. But I mean, what like I feel so lucky that we have a job where we can literally just have a proper laugh like yeah. that, and then that's that's our job. That's like a day's work. But um, for me, the my favorite video we filmed is probably. Um, we did a video with Tony's Chocolonely where we mm-hmm. went to Amsterdam and we got to like tour their facility and it was just amazing. And it's, that's kind of what we really enjoy doing and is kind of like what we want to move on to, not move on, but add to the channel is not only do we want to receive the food, we also want to be able to go to those places and see where the food comes from. And, and so, like the behind the scenes. And, behind yeah. the scenes. Oh, so and, cool. and so to get an opportunity like that because of our channel, was amazing and that's why that's one of my favorite videos and as for favorite food item this changes all the time it's so hard but i do have a couple favorites Mm. and i think it's one of alex's as well um have you tried snyder's honey mustard pretzels Mm -mm. what you have to go try it i'm so i was i'm my parents are from greece so Mm. i'm a first generation so i feel like i didn't get to experience a lot of uh things in the u.s that most people maybe have um, but I definitely need to try them. I've never had them. I've had those and they are so concentrated, I guess. Yes. <laughs> You're talking about the little nibs, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, the little yeah. broken those up things, bits of pretzel. Oh, like it's I like eating a honey mustard factory. Like, in, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're so very, powerful. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't think you can eat a whole bag in one sitting well you can but then you need to feel like you brushed your teeth for yeah. a whole week yeah definitely. um and then another favorite is kind of um the simply caramel milky way simply yeah. caramel oh what that sounds you? really good oh i love those um well from america i love those brooksides they're like little round oh. chocolate balls but with like fruit in the middle they're so good i'm gonna get off this zoom afterwards and yeah. be like why didn't i say that yeah. that that oh i've got so many There's so well, many things i mean it's so hard to choose i i feel like i couldn't choose just one candy yeah. or snack especially you guys have tried so many different candies and snacks from all over the world i feel like it'd be very very hard to choose just one yeah. um you guys kind of touched about you know traveling to different facilities and seeing how things are actually being created um and maybe not changing your channel, but doing more of that content. Um, How has COVID affected you guys? I mean, has that really stopped the ability for you guys to be able to travel and do videos like that? I think it's only stopped us in terms of how we wanted to kind of grow and progress with the channel. Um, We've still been able to, um, you know, create the content that we were creating anyway. We've still been able to, people have been able to send us boxes luckily. Um, we've still been able to create those videos, but what it stopped us doing is like we said, we would love to go. What one of the things you want to do is like a road trip around America. Yeah. And then Oh, we were like, just saying that too. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. And we'd love to like stop at say the Snyder's factory or wherever. And that's the only thing it stopped us doing. But I think it's all right. We're just taking a pause. We'll get yeah. there yeah. after it's all over. There's no 
big rush. That's the thing. We have been very lucky that we have been able to carry on with our jobs. So the fact that we weren't able to travel this year, which is what we had hoped to do, it doesn't matter. That can come next year or the year after. It just gives us a bit more time to prep everything and get it all right. Because it always comes around quicker than you think anyway. So Yep. Yeah. And we've seen, I mean, we've seen so many people that we've interviewed that either are content creators or small businesses that have had to kind of take a step back with their plans. And I feel like everyone really has had to take a step back with everything in life. Um, so I'd love to know kind of to shift gears a little bit. I love candy. I have probably a problem with how much I, I could eat candy. Um, I, I, <laughs> I'm obsessed with uh, the British candy box. And I'd love for you guys to talk about, you know, what was that process like starting it? Um, what really inspired you to start it? Um, and do you have a favorite candy that you feature? So uh, once again, it's Alex coming up with these great <laughs> ideas. <laughs> um, but basically, you know, it had been a little while getting boxes from our lovely subscribers and quite a lot of people would comment saying, well, where can we get your British sweets and chocolates to try? So when we saw that there weren't really many companies offering that, Alex was just like, well, why don't we just give it a go ourselves? put, put some things in a box. Maybe it will work for a couple months. And now how many years? Three years? I think, yeah, three years. Now. Three years later, we're still doing it. And it's amazing. It's so exciting that uh, we can do this. And I just feel like, thanks to COVID, so many small businesses have started with these little companies yeah. and things like that. And I'm really like pleased and proud of us to be able to say, oh, we're one of those as well. Yeah. Like, it's so cool that we get to do the subscription box. But also, Kate was already doing like one-off individual boxes because anytime yeah. someone sent us a box, we felt like we, as well as doing a video, should repay the favor That's awesome. and we'd send them, you know, a one-off yeah. box and we would go to the shop, we'd get the stuff, you know, we'd call up UPS or whoever and get a box sent to them. And so it was kind of an extension of that when other people were asking, oh, how can we try British candy? Then it kind of made sense that, you know, we offered something because like Kate said, there wasn't anyone we necessarily saw that we thought we could trust. And so we thought, well, why don't we do it? Yeah. What's the process for selecting items every month? Like, is there some specific formula you have or is it just kind of random? So there's definitely a process. Um, so seasons can change a lot of what I put in so Christmas already takes two months out of the year because we try to do wow. Christmas themed chocolates and sweets yeah. because I just think chocolate candy and is the best yeah and I just think Christmas, Christmas chocolate candy. and candy yeah, is the best just in a <laughs> father Christmas shape is just so much better for some reason yeah. so you know we do uh, seasonal items, Easter, Christmas, and then in the summer, it kind of gets hot here, but a lot of the countries we send to, it gets very hot. So in summer months, we try to put less chocolate in and more sweets or toffees. It doesn't matter if it was to melt a bit. And then in the winter, we try to put more chocolate items in. Um, but you know, there's only so many items that we have here in the UK. So we do have um, a spreadsheet uh, so we can try our best to not duplicate too many items either together um, and we try to spread them out at least like six months apart so it's a nice variation whether you have been subscribed to us for a whole year or only you know a couple months and you'll never get like the same makeup of a box mm -hmm. ever again and I think a lot of the time 
you'll see something that you think is really cool to put in a box. And so that'll be like, we'll work around that one thing that we think is really cool. And then we think, what will complement that or do you know what I mean? It's sometimes it just takes one item to like spark the kind of yeah. setup of a whole yeah. box, doesn't it? Um, and we usually have a set out. So you kind of get the same amount of chocolate bars, a larger chocolate bar, sweets and crisps. But then, like I say, with the seasons, slightly less chocolate and more sweets. Do you guys have any future plans for both uh, the British Candy Box as well as your YouTube channel that we can know about? If, if there's things that you don't want to disclose, that's okay. But <laughs> um, anything you can say? No, I don't think so. Well, we just... Oh, sorry. You I know. would say, though, um, what like Alex has already touched base on this, but we would really like to travel more. And we think it would be really cool to visit these places um, and visit the people who have actually yeah. sent us yeah. boxes. Like, how amazing would that be? And visit the factories. And that's one of our biggest goals in the next few years is to travel more and taste more fresh food as well. Obviously, the candy, and that's great. But sometimes so many people say, yeah. oh, you have to try this hot dish and things yeah. like that. But obviously that doesn't work well in the post. Yeah. Uh, so in terms of our channel, we'd love to do more travel videos. In terms of the boxes, um, every, every month we just try, you know, make it better. We mm. plan on doing more with the design of the box next. That's what we plan on yeah, doing. Yeah, that's the thing. We, we're always looking for ways to make the service better, whether that's coming up with, you know, like a new design of, you know, what goes in it or the outside of the box. Um, or, you know, we want to, we, we don't know what it is yet, but, and we've been talking about it, but we want some kind of, as well as our channel, a more like a community aspect. So if you subscribe to the box, then we're not sure what it is yet, but there's a place you can go to talk about it. That isn't just Instagram. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? It'd yeah. be really cool. And like each month, if you have that box, there's like a little page to discuss the items in the That's box. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm. It's funny that you mention a community and traveling to the places where you're getting your snacks from, because that's something that we've kind of talked about yeah. over the last year, starting something during COVID when, you know, you're basically stuck inside with who you have. Um, we've, we started joking like, Oh, we should do a road trip around America and like visit some of the guests we've mm -hmm. had on because after you do an interview, like, and you have a Zoom, like, before COVID, it would have just been, oh, it was a Zoom call. But now it's like, you feel like you know the people just from a 30-minute yeah. conversation. And you kind of feel like you have a little community from what you've started and what you've been able to offer to people and what they give back to you. So I definitely support that idea. I think that'd be awesome. And, um, you know, Iwan and I, we don't make any snacks or candies, but you know, if you stop by Chicago, Illinois, <laughs> feel free to hit us up. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Stop and, by our kitchen. And and that's the thing. We'd love to, that's what we love is just like meeting people from different places and like seeing what your experience in your city's like. Like we'd love to like see that, wouldn't we? And yeah. see how different people live and like, what's your local coffee shop like? I know yeah. what mine's like, but I'd love to know what yours is like. And yeah. Yeah, you guys should definitely do a bit of a travel. That would be so cool. Getting to we, meet people in person is so different as well, I think. Yeah. yeah. We were planning on coming to London too last Ooh. two years ago now, I think. With COVID, I don't even, I feel like time doesn't exist. But I know. <laughs> unfortunately, because of COVID, things kind of got, our plans got stopped. So 
hopefully we'll be making the big trip. I usually go to Greece for the summer because that's where my parents' family is. Um, and so we usually stop in Heathrow for like just oh, an okay. hour, but I never get outside of Heathrow. Yeah. And that's been the goal for the, the longest time. Um, so that's our plan. If we do, we'll stop by. We'll bring Chicago snacks and yeah. try all the British food. We are so excited to do that. Yeah, uh, definitely. Drop us a, drop us a call. We'll yeah. have to uh, bring some British snacks as well. Yes that we know you need to try. Yeah. So we would love to end this episode with a little bit of rapid fire, if you guys are up for it. Kind of a sibling rivalry, just asking you guys a few questions. Um, yeah, it's it's nothing crazy, just a few simple questions. Yeah. You, Ioan and I are fake siblings, so yeah. you know, like <laughs> a little friendly competition. Yeah. yeah. We're so, so competitive though, Kate's already worried. <laughs> she, she really thinks there's like gonna I be a proper am. outcome to this. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Yeah, that's how we I are. I try and pretend I'm more laid back than that. <laughs> we, we're the exact same way. I usually panic initially and I, I do okay. Um, okay, so the first question we have is which sibling is more camera shy? I know these are meant to be quick, but... <laughs> I'd say have, me. I'd say you're, you're more yeah. camera shy. Really? Okay. Yeah. Alex, sorry. I didn't Forget get that. it's just voices. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, which sibling has a bigger sweet tooth? Kate. Kate, yeah. Sorry, should I say Kate? Yeah, you or... can say Kate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Obviously, me. Yep. I know it's. Yeah, yeah <laughs> definitely. You... Well, you don't want to. I could explain more, but it's rapid fire, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> which sibling is the social media guru? Kate. Kate. Which sibling is more well traveled? Kate. I think both. I think we're so equal on that. But especially with um, the work you did with Tastemade, like Kate's been to Brazil and some places I've oh, just wow. never been. So. Mm. Yeah. So I suppose I kind of win yeah. there. So you win yeah. Yeah. Well. I probably go, oh no, you go just as frequently. Yeah. Don't worry, rapid fast. Don't worry. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, which sibling settles the fights? Kate. Okay. I try. <laughs> the thing is, oh, rapid fire. <laughs> the thing is, sometimes we just let it lie. We just let it go, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. And that's all our questions. So hey. on all of those, <laughs> I think Kate wins. Yeah, I think Kate's yeah. win came up a lot more. But you both win. It's okay. Yeah. 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 We're both winning. Yeah. 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 Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, thank Can you. you Oh, go ahead, Aaron. Can, can you round us out by telling us oh, yeah. where folks can find you online, watch your videos, and engage with you, and, and where they can find your lovely subscription box? You can find us on YouTube and Instagram as This With Them, and you can find our British Candy Box on BritishCandyBox.co. Perfect. Well, thank you guys so much. We are yes, so happy that you. we've had you on. And we seriously cannot wait to come visit you um, and also try your British Candy subscription box. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thank you so much. That was so it's been, good. It's been great talking to you. This is Sip With Me News. I'm Aaron Carlson. And I'm Ioana Kikados. Here are the things you need to know from this week's headlines. Amazon employees at a fulfillment center located in Bessemer, Alabama, are finalizing their votes this week on whether or not to form a union among the 6,000 warehouse employees. The vote would strike a momentous tone for the labor movement in the United States as it would become the first union to form among Amazon employees. The unionization effort has been strongly opposed by CEO Jeff Bezos and Amazon corporate as they argue there is no need to unionize. 
Marketing campaigns and employee messaging has been shifted heavily in recent weeks from the company against voting for unionization. The local and national heavyweights like the president, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, and labor activists across the globe have organized similar messaging campaigns on the air and on the ground supporting the drive. Either outcome will have large implications for labor moving forward and could steer not only Amazon, but many of the nation's larger employees on a new course of workers' rights. And shifting to the pandemic, coronavirus cases and hospitalizations continue to creep up across the country. Health officials are continuing to urge caution, warning that despite the acceleration in the pace of vaccinations, the nation could face a potential fourth wave of COVID-19 infections if Americans let their guards down too rapidly. With 71.8% of Americans 65 and older inoculated with at least one dose of a COVID-19 vaccine, a fourth wave could look different than those the country has previously experienced, characterized by fewer hospitalizations and deaths. After two months of steady declines in the last week, the national case average has increased by 12.5%, now standing at just over 60,000 cases a day, similar to the case numbers experienced during the summer surge. According to an ABC analysis data collected by the Department of Health and Human Services, at least 22 states have seen their seven-day case average jump by at least 10% in the last week, and the number of patients hospitalized appears to have also stopped falling, plateauing around 33,000. Now, these vaccines do offer protection against the new variants, but for the unvaccinated, this may represent a higher risk. Time and time again, we find that the risk of future outbreaks is really tied to the strength of control measures we have in place. In regions of the U.S. with lower vaccination coverage, stepping back from social distancing measures too quickly will elevate the likelihood of a fourth wave. And in politics, Georgia Republicans this week passed one of the most sweeping voter restriction bills into law that has been seen since the conservative reaction to the voting and civil rights laws of the 1960s. The sweeping bill, which was signed into law Thursday by Republican Governor Brian Kemp, imposes new voter identification requirements for absentee ballots, limits the use of ballot drop boxes, and makes it a crime to approach voters in line to hand them food and water. Kemp said the law allows Georgia to, quote, take another step towards ensuring our elections are secure, accessible, and fair. Though voting rights advocates say it's no secret attempt, to suppress the Black vote, which won Democrats the presidency and two Senate seats just months ago. And shifting to the weather, at least four people are dead after severe weather caused flash flooding in the Nashville, Tennessee area. There were reports of people clinging to trees and taking refuge in their attics to avoid rising water. The Nashville Fire Department Swift Water Rescue Teams had pulled at least 130 people from vehicles and homes as of Sunday morning. Rainfall totals across the Middle Tennessee region since Saturday range from four to eight inches. The flash flooding is expected to recede as the rain ends Sunday morning, but the river flooding will take more time to clear. Several rivers will not fall below flood stage for the next 24 to 48 hours. Flash flood watches are in effect for parts of surrounding states with more rainfall expected. These floods do come just days after strong storms and tornadoes gripped parts of the south, killing at least six people. Rains from the earlier storm system have left the ground extremely saturated and rivers already swollen. Those are your headlines for the week. Be sure to tune in next week for the news you need to know now. 
Thanks for listening to Sip With Me with Ioana and Aaron. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our website, sipwithme.org. There you can find our recently released cocktail book as well as other exciting Sip With Me content. And if you love our podcast, don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on social at sipwithme underscore. Join us next week as we highlight a leader in her field, Mama Dr. Jones, who will share with us some of her knowledge on COVID-19, the vaccine, and following your passions.